What's going on, guys? Welcome to another, another episode of Call to Comeback Podcast. I'm uh, Tom Spallone. Unfortunately, Bob McGinnis cannot be with us today, but uh, we got two special guests today, uh, Matt Moody and Kyle Murphy. How you boys doing? Doing great, thank you. Thanks for having us. Excited. No problem. We got a big episode today. I got two uh, diehard Mets fans here. Um, we're going to start open up and talk about how uh, Steve Cohen spent his money this offseason. So they've gone out, they've got a bat in Marte, they got Kena, and you went out and got a beast pitcher in Max Scherzer. So how, how do you boys feel uh, going into this 2022 season currently um, with the additions they made? Well, Uncle Steve, you know, he finally spent the money. You know, we're really happy with that shirt. Mad Max, you know, elite pitcher. I'm a little worried with the, with the, with the injury situation, you know, hamstring uh, last year a little bit of a dead arm towards the end of the year, so I'm a little worried with that. Uh, but I think, you know, we've we've really made this rotation now a legitimate rotation in compared to past years where we were getting, you know, Rick Porcello it was our guy, and we're like, yeah. oh, you know, way different now with Mad Max. Um, Marte, elite center fielder, probably going to play right this year, hoping he could steal a decent amount of stolen bases this year because we're really lacking that, and I'm hoping Buck – We'll use those advanced analytics this year to maybe you know try to steal more bases. I agree. Perfect. Yeah, I think the Marte addition is going to be really good. I think the one-two between him and Nimmo, two really good on base guys, and then having the having Marte being able to steal some bags, I think that's really going to help. I also think Marcana and Eduardo Escobar are two very underrated additions that Steve Cohen made. I think Kana is a little similar to Nimmo. He's a good good player. He gets on base a lot. Has a little pop. And I think Escobar is a very underrated player. He's versatile. He can play third, short, second, and he's got a little power, too. He had 20 home runs last year, too, and was even an all-star. Um, I look at the rotation. I think someone people are forgetting. We just made this move, but we also got Chris Bassett, too. He had a really good year last year with the A's, and he's been durable. I know he had the injury scare last year where he got hit in the face by the line drive. But I think even if, you know, Scherzer, maybe he misses a start or two, I think Bassett's still, you know, a reliable number one or number two. Um, so, yeah, I'm really happy with the additions Steve Cohen made. He finally spent some money, and I expect the team to contend next year. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, once I first saw uh, early in the offseason when the Mets were making moves, I, I, it looked like Cohen obviously wants to win. Um, I, I love Marte. He's a great player. He puts the ball in play. He's a, he's a speedster. He had a ton of stolen bases last year, and he plays a solid outfield. So I think that was a huge pickup. And just like you guys said, Scherzer, we know, dominates uh, every start. And he's just got to stay. The big thing for the Mets this year is going to be staying healthy. And that's going to bring us to our other subject here. Sore subject. It's been a tough few days with the DeGrom news. What, what, what do you guys, uh, how do you feel about the, Obviously, you're, not, you're upset with it. But how long do you think it's going to be out for? And uh, what are your expectations for that? Uh, you know, out-wise, it's, it's very unclear. I mean, last year we never even got an answer really to what, the injury really was. I know last year was the elbow, but we didn't really get a full uh, report on what it was. Now this year it's the shoulder, so I'm a little. I'm hoping you know, two to three months max. We get him back in June, July when we're you know that's when we usually struggle. So if we get him back then, you know we might be looking good. Um, but I mean it's it's a toss up right now. I yeah. Mean, with Scherzer, like you know, hopefully it's just a light quad injury, but you never know. Yeah, it was it was a very disappointing day on Friday to get the news about Degrom. A very freak injury. I have no clue what it means. I don't think he knows what it means. But overall, I mean, it's a big loss. He's the best pitcher in baseball. You saw it last year, and he just couldn't stay healthy. And it's definitely concerning now that, you know, going through spring training, he didn't even make it to the regular season until he got hurt. So, like Matt said, I'm hoping, you know, maybe two to three months max. 
You know, they said he's going to shut down for four weeks and then start throwing, hopefully. You know, he's, he rests for four weeks, it heals, and then he gets back. Because I really do think if him and Scherzer, one, two, then Bassett, three, if you can get, you know, quality starts from Carrasco and Walker, four, five, I really do think that is the best rotation in baseball. I think it's the best one-two punch. I think Bassett's a really good three. And the guys at the back end, Carrasco, Walker, even if McGill has to make a start or two, I really do think that's an amazing rotation. And I don't think any team can really top it with all of them healthy. But that's the key. they got to stay healthy. And it definitely is concerning that DeGrom already has an injury and even Scherzer has a little tweak too. So hopefully they can both get better. And, you know, I want to see them make as many starts as possible this year because I think as, if they do, we can win a lot of games. Yeah, I agree. And, and like you said, that depth uh, in the starting rotation right now is key. Um, the fact they picked up Bassett as well is going to be big uh, with this DeGrom news. Um, so you're right. I mean, they got to stay healthy. It's the same thing with the Yankees. Both teams uh, the last few years have just not been able to stay healthy. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know. I mean, hopefully the training staff can deal with that uh, this year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But um, all right, moving on. What do you, how do you guys feel that the Mets um, line up against the NL East right now? A team like the Braves, uh, Marlins, obviously, Nats and Phillies. I'm going to say... The Phillies lineup is very good, as, as well as the Braves. The Phillies, they have a lot of pop. They got Schwarber, Castellanos. Those are two really good hitters. Obviously, Harper's coming off the MVP year. Hoskins is a big bat, too. Real Munto, even, too. They have a dangerous lineup. The Braves, I think they have a really good lineup, too. I was happy, personally, when Freddie Freeman left. I know Matt Olson's a great player, but no offense to him. He's no Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman was the heart and soul of the Braves. I really do think they're going to miss him. They still do have a very good lineup. Obviously, Ozuna's coming back from the suspension. Um, they got Ozzie Albies. Austin Riley had a breakout year last year. Dansby Swanson had a sneaky good year, too. And, you know, they got Adam Duvall. He's got popped. Arno was hurt last year, too. But I think this Mets lineup is underrated. I think people are sleeping on the lineup. I think you got to look at it. Nimmo and Marte up top. That's a dynamic one-two punch. They're going to get on base. They can steal some bags. They're going to be in scoring position. My man, Francisco Lindor, I'm calling it right now. He's having a bounce-back year. Yeah, it's got to be. He's having a bounce-back year. He's not going to have the year he had last year. He got out the rough year in New York. I think he really is going to have a good year this year. Then you look at Pete Alonso. I think he's established himself as, you know, a top-three power hitter in baseball. Um, you know, you go down the line, you know, Eduardo Escobar, Kana, like I said before. I think Jeff McNeil and Dom Smith are going to have bounce-back years. People forget, too. Robinson Cano's back, too. Yeah. He can hit still. He's he's a good hitter. He's older, but he can hit. Yeah. So when I look at that, you know, obviously the Marlins and the Nats, too. I'm not as worried as about them. You know, the Marlins, I think, have a pretty solid team, but I don't really think they contend. And then outside Soto, the Nationals really don't have anything too special. So I think it's going to be a three-headed race between the Mets, Phillies, and the Braves, but I really think the Mets lineup can, can can contend with the Braves and Phillies lineups. It might not be as good as both of them, but I definitely think they'll be able to score with them. Yeah, I think what we lack in offense, we kind of make up for in pitching and defense, mm. and I think we've really focused on that over the offseason. So, like, uh, so last year it was Lindor picked up up the middle, and then this year, you know, Marte's going to probably play right, but I don't hate uh, – Nimmo's been, you know, defensively. Nimmo had a good year He's last had a good year, year. Center. People were so, sleeping yeah. on him, yeah. I think we're a very sneaky team offensively with our lineup because we have a lot of depth. And, mm -hmm. you know, last year, in 2020, we were one of the best offenses in the MLB. Like, it's not a crazy different offense than what it mm -hmm. was. Last year was a down year, of course. 
But I think this year's the bounce back year, and you know, I mean, like you said, like the Marlins and Nationals, we got to make sure we're taking two out of three in those series mm-hmm. every single time. And then you know, I'm I'm content with taking whatever against the Braves and the then the Phillies. But you know, I think it's just a massive. This year's going to really come down to whether our guys like Lindor, Pete, Dom, McNeil, they can really hit or not. Yeah, I agree. And um, <clears throat> I think another key guy the, that Murphy mentioned early in the, in the episode that does fly into the radar is Eduardo Escobar because, I mean, he's a very low-key player, but he's a, he's a huge utility guy. He can play a lot of uh, spots in the infield, and I believe he can play outfield too, right? He can, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's big to have a guy like that in your team. Um, we mentioned the Phillies. I mean, we know they have a loaded lineup. Picking up Castellanos and Schwarber is, is huge, especially in one offseason. But when you look at that team defensively, I think they're going to be one of the worst fielding teams in the league. Castellanos, you, I mean, they're <laughs> lucky the NL's got a DH. Castellanos at third, please put him yeah. up. I, I, <laughs> I think you could have like five bun singles down the yeah. third baseline in one game well, off that guy. That could be Bucky's, you know, that could be his yeah. strategy this year. It's a lot more bun, a little small ball. Yeah, no, it's good to, to be more athletic than, than not, especially in MLB. So uh, that's really important. But, um, yeah, so moving on, what do you guys think? Um, can I get a little opening day uh, spots here in, in, in the infield, outfield for, for uh, you guys? What so, are your opening so day and, uh, lineups? Me and Matt were actually talking about this yeah. before. So okay. right now we're seeing, you know, people put in Robinson Cano, opening day DH. No. That's got to be Dom Smith. That's got to be Dom Smith. Dom Bomb. We need him. Dom had a homer today. He's hitting like 440 in spring training. Yeah, the homer today. He's got to be in the opening day lineup. Either DH, first base, whatever, he's got to be in the opening day lineup. Our hitters who, are, who should be starting this year have had a very good spring, too. I know, yeah. you know, it's not – we're not facing, you know, your top dogs mm-hmm. every game. But I like where we're at, you know. Even Tom Smith's looking good. Jeff McNeil's looking good. I mean, he, like, even some guys like – I'm a huge Luis Guillorme guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, if if, if 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 Blank hits the fan, you know, we could be all right, like, yeah. with him coming in. But we'll see. Um, but back to what we were talking about, I mean, Dom's got a DH. Of course, we have Lindor at short, Jeff mm-hmm. at second. I would put, depending on what Nimmo's neck injury is like, I think it's going to be minor. Most likely him in center, Eduardo Escobar is going to play third, Marte is going to play right, and then, you know, you could put Canna or Smith in left. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. I think I'd rather Canna, though, and then yeah. Dom DH. Catching-wise, too, this is another thing. I think Tomas Nito should be the opening day starter. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. I can't watch James McCann hit anymore. He, today I was yeah. watching the spring training game. They had bases loaded, one out. McCann comes up, double play. <laughs> it's just – I think nito has been raking this spring. Yeah. I think the pitcher's, like, throwing to him better. I think he's better defensively, too. I would honestly – you can even send the message to James McCann. Hey, you got to play better. I know we gave him that contract, but I think Nito deserve to be, deserves to be the opening day starter. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, that's a good good point you made there. I was going to get to that, actually. I was going to say, um, what were the thoughts this season on McCann? Because he needs to have a huge bounce back here. Last year was really disappointing. But you you think they, they just should go Nito to start? I, I really would go Nito to start. McCann yeah. was horrible last year. <laughs> I mean, he could be he could have a bounce back year. I'm not yeah, ruling that sure. out. But he was, he was really bad last year. I was very frustrated with watching him last year, even defensively. I mean, he threw some runners out, but I didn't think his framing was anything special. So... He, he we paid him a lot of money. We paid him a lot of money, and with men on base, and especially in scoring position, he is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of innings that he costs us, like that we can't extend because with two outs, he gets up, and he either hits a pop fly or ground out to the shortstop, and he's definitely not beating that out. So, yeah. like, it's brutal <clears throat> to, to watch. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. And, and like we said, the, this league is honestly also turning into, like, a defensive catching league. 
Like, there's there's very few power-hitting catchers in the league right now. Like, Salvador Perez just had a huge season. He hit 50 home mm-hmm. plus homers. But you're not going to see that from a lot of guys. I, honestly, I was happy as a Yankee fan when the Yankees traded Gary this offseason because we all know how atrocious he is defensively. <laughs> and, I mean, he hits 20 homers and bats 250. Wow, that's, I mean, good for him. But I want, I want a good defensive catcher. So, like you said, Nito, who's really solid behind the plate, uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea, honestly, to start the season. And, again, that would send a message to McCann saying, okay, you got to play better to earn your spot here. <clears throat> and we also mentioned Dom Smith. I mean, I think he's really underrated. I mean, there was talks, uh, I believe it was yesterday or Saturday, yeah. about the Mets sending uh, Dom to San Diego for uh, a package of Paddock and Hosmer. And I, I really didn't understand that from the Mets' point of view because a guy like Hosmer is getting so overpaid right now. And I think the Padres would have ended up picking up the contract anyways. But – He's he's past his prime. I think he's washed up. I, I wouldn't want to trade for a guy like that. I and you agree. have a, yeah, and you have, agree. you have a younger guy like Dom who has a lefty swing and he and he's been swinging the ball well and or swinging the bat well in uh, in the spring. So I, why don't you leave him out there, mm-hmm. go out there, and maybe have him start on your opening yeah. day roster? I think another thing people aren't talking about is our bench is very good. If you look at our bench mm-hmm. to start, it's probably going to be either Cano or Dom, and then. J.D. Davis, Guillerme, like, those are guys who started for us last year. Yeah, exactly. They can start. Like, they J.D. Can. Davis hit 20 home runs in 2020. Yeah. Like, he's not a, he's not a bad player. He's no scrub. He was, he was a little banged up last year. I know that. But it, let's say, you know, Eduardo Escobar has to go on the DL. Like, he's more – J.D. Davis is more than capable of coming in. He can start. He could hit lefties well, too. So, I think another thing that people aren't talking about is our bench is very good. We yeah. got guys on there who could be starters on other teams, so I think that's going to help us. The depth is definitely good because I know injuries are definitely going to come. It's just inevitable. It's going to happen. I'm interested to see who we potentially bring up this year too, mm-hmm. midseason. I know Khalil Lee's probably on that list. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Ventos, they said he might be able to get up. So we'll see from uh, from AAA who comes up. But, I mean, I, I like where we're at right now especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no question the Mets got deeper uh, this offseason, which is – which is huge for them. Uh, moving on here, I, I want to talk a little bit about the bullpen because uh, I think this is going to be a big, um, big do or die season for this bullpen and and how they they do this this season. So, uh, what are you guys' expectations for how this bullpen looks and uh, moving forward this season? Yeah, the bullpen might be um, a little suspect right now. I think I, I'm a very big Edwin Diaz hater. I don't <laughs> like him. Yeah, but, as are a lot of Mets fans. I mean. There's no denying he has nasty electric stuff. He's just got to put it all together. So every year I always say this. I hope he puts it together. <laughs> He's probably going to have that 10-game stretch during the regular season in, like, July where he blows five saves and points to the sky when he gives up a home run. <laughs> but he will have some good stretches. So I think, you know, closing spot looks okay. I think between Lugo, Trevor May, and a guy we picked up, Adam Adovino, I think that's a pretty solid – those are three mm. solid guys. Lugo, he was a little injured last year. He missed the first two months. He's solid, though. Trevor May was reliable last year. He's, he appeared in, I think, 60-plus games. He had, like, a 3-5 ERA. He was good. And Adovino, he proved that he can pitch in a big market. He played for the Yankees and the Red Sox, and he did well in the playoffs. So I think that part is good. We just made that trade. At first, I was a little confused. We got Julie Rodriguez for Miguel Castro, but looking more into it, I think it was a pretty good deal. We needed a lefty. Rodriguez can get lefties out. Castro has been inconsistent. Uh, I read today that Jason Shreve is going to make the team. He threw yeah. six scoreless innings in spring training this year, so he's pretty good. And then a big X factor that I think is going to have a really good year this year if he stays healthy is a guy by the name of Drew Smith. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think Drew Smith is going to be the X factor of this bullpen. I think if he stays healthy, 
he can have a very, very good year and be very reliable. Last year, he had a 2-4 ERA. He threw about 40 innings, and then he missed the last about month and a half of the season because of a shoulder injury. He had Tommy John surgery, I think, three years ago, mm-hmm. so he hasn't really been able to stay healthy. But I think if he can stay healthy this year, he can have a really, really good year. I think he's the X factor. So overall, looking at it, I think it can be a solid bullpen. It has its holes. It could be a little deeper. I think after those guys I mentioned, there's probably two more spots. It's up for grabs. Probably someone not that good besides maybe Sean Reed Foley. I know that's your guy. Sure like guy. <laughs> but uh, I think if it stays healthy and they limit the walks, it could be solid. People forget, too, we had we had a top 10 bullpen ERA last year. Mm-hmm. Like Last year, the bullpen really wasn't that bad. It was the offense that really killed us last year. Um, um, I know, Murph, you dislike Edwin Diaz. I love the trumpets coming out in the ninth inning. I'm a huge <laughs> Edwin Diaz guy. Oh, wow, okay. And I hate Trevor May. I hate Trevor. He's a Fortnite boy to me. That's what I call <laughs> him. Because he is – I can't stand him in the eighth yeah. inning. But I, I think this, this bullpen has a little upside this year. I think, like you said, Drew Smith, I was actually looking at his stats earlier – I forgot he had a 2-4 last year. He was very, very good. And Joey Rodriguez, very good against lefties. So I think he's going to bring a a little bit of an X factor of himself to this this bullpen. And, again, it's it's always can can Edwin Diaz, you know, be the guy in the ninth inning. And, you know, my issue was last year with Rojas was Rojas would bring him in in a tie game in the ninth inning. And I think it's just a mental factor for Edwin Diaz that – if it's a tie game, he just can't pitch. Like mm-hmm. he has to have the lead for him to go in there, because it just amps, amps him up, and the you know it gets the music of while he walks out, the little loud trumpets, <laughs> and the people start waving the flags up in the three hundreds. But <laughs> I, I really think that Buck is going to have to learn this bullpen because Rojas and Mickey Calloway just did not understand a single thing of when to use the guys and when not to. And I don't think they really understood their players. And I know Luis Rojas was a players' coach. But I think he almost trusted his players too much in certain uh, aspects, where I think Buck will uh, hopefully, you know, control what he can. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with with what both of you guys said. And um, a, as a reliever, it's a year-to-year thing. I mean, Edward Diaz can come out this year and have a, t- a sub two ARA and, and shock everyone. I mean, it's it's a season-to-season basis. So obviously, we don't know what's going to happen. But um, a, a big addition, Adam Adovino, like like Murphy mentioned. Uh, as a Yankee fan, I mean, first year with the Yankees, he was absolutely lights out. I think he had a sub-2 ERA. Um, he's got a wicked slider along with a, with a pretty good fastball. So, I mean, that's a guy that can be a pretty good X-factor coming in 7th, 8th inning. Um, you also mentioned a guy like Drew Smith. Now, I'm not a, a big uh, Drew Smith like guy. I don't know much about him. I, he's, he's a younger guy, right? Yeah, yes. younger In the Mets bullpen. Yeah. Would he be a guy that can give you length, or is he just a guy that go out there in a jam and get you out? He, or he, both? He's both, yeah. yeah. yeah he's both. He's very sometimes versatile. he can give you two, or sometimes he can come in with two guys on and get you out of it. Right, that's good. I mean, yeah, you're going to need guys like that. And uh, we mentioned Joely Rodriguez, um, that trade yesterday with the Yankees. Uh, yeah, watching him last year as a Yankee, he's a good lefty special. He can come in and get, get guys out when he needs to. So I think... I mean, the Mets have made good additions this offseason. Um, I think Cohen's doing a good job. I think he he obviously wants to win. I mean, the Mets are clearly the have the most money spent, right? Uh, they're above that, like, fourth-tier threshold. They're close. Yeah, they're yeah. close. Right <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, Cohen listen, backs. the Mets, this this is their year, man. I mean, I think they got a good shot to – if they again, you got to stay healthy. Um, but the, the opportunity is there um, to run with Atlanta for that division. So. But um, moving on here, what do you guys talk a little away from the Mets here a little bit? What are you guys' thoughts here on Cy Young and MVP? Maybe predictions. 
Um, any predictions you guys have? Maybe teams winning whatever division or World Series contender? Thoughts? So I was talking to Murph before. I think this could be the year that the Angels finally make the playoffs. I, okay. I don't – like Houston losing Correa, I, I just don't know where they're going to be at. I, like Shortstop's a major position for them, especially at the middle. Um, Texas, they added Corey Seager and uh, Simeon, but I still don't know where – like I don't even know who they have to pitch really. Pitching's like, not great. Pitching's not yeah. great. Um, Oakland literally just threw everyone to go. Like everyone. Yeah, traded <laughs> everyone out. Uh, Seattle's the only other contender, but they're like a sleeper. So it just depends on how their young guys play. And I think, you know, I was saying to Murph before, the, the Angels' bullpen is stacked. I mean, they got Tripen from, um, I think, the Dodgers. Yeah. They have Iglesias, who was nasty last year. Aaron Loop, who, in my opinion, was the biggest mistake by Steve Cohen and Billy Epler this year of not re-signing. Yeah, he had a good year. And uh, Archie Bradley, who's been consistent. Oh, yeah, he's um, good too, yeah. And then they signed Noah to a high contract. I mean, they still have... If Shohei Otani is gonna, you know, gonna pitch as long as he's healthy, and um, Sandoval has been, who's solid last year as yeah, well. He's so good too, yeah. I think they have a really good chance um, to probably win that division. And I could see that. I mean, you mentioned the the good bullpen. I mean, that is sneaky good bullpen that no one's really talking about. I, I forgot that Trinan did go to to Anaheim. Um, I, I think a, a key factor from the plate is going to be Rendon. Honestly, he oh, needs yeah. he needs to have a big year for them this year. Obviously. We saw that World Series year with the Nationals. He, that was one of the best hitting yeah, seasons I've seen killer. from it. Yeah, Mets killer. I'm, I'm happy he's gone. I was too. so happy. Yeah, when you guys must have been yeah, th- uh, thrilled. But yeah, I mean, he was hurt most of last season. So uh, same with Trout. He was hurt last year. So yeah, when this team gets fully healthy, I mean, they're definitely a sleeper. And you also mentioned the Seattle Mariners, mm-hmm. who we saw uh, this morning. Uh, Julio Rodriguez. He's getting. He's going to yeah. make the opening day roster, which is big news for them. Yeah. One, of, one of their big prospects. So I mean, they got a young lineup. Uh, they did make a nice trade with with the Reds. They picked up Suarez and, and Winker. Mm-hmm. So I mean, no question, their bats got better. Um, I think the big thing for Seattle though is going to be their their starting pitching because yeah. they lost Kikuchi, who I, I didn't even think was that great to begin with, but he's a lefty. And um, but they did add Robbie Ray, who who won the Cy Young. I yeah. mean, I, obviously we could say he overachieved. No one expected Robbie Robbie oh. Ray to win the Cy Young last season, mm-hmm. but. That that division could end up being could end up being a, a tight race, especially with Houston losing Correa, like you mentioned. I think that division, if you look at it, that's the one division in baseball where it's so open. Like it, it's really anyone's division. Anyone's I division, think, yeah. I think there's no like clear favorite. One thing I want to look at in the AL, I know you just mentioned Rodriguez. I think the AL Rookie of the Year race this year is going to be fascinating because you got Rodriguez, yeah. you got Bobby Witt Jr., yeah. and then Rushman's going to be coming up too. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really, really close and race. And then Torkelson yeah. on Detroit. Yeah, Torkelson, Who knows yeah, that yeah, Detroit. Yeah, 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 he got called up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think that's going to be a really, really interesting race. As for MVPs, I think the NL, Juan Soto is the clear favorite. I think... I he might lead the league. Uh, he probably he might set the record for most walks this year because <laughs> yeah, they, no they have no one else in that lineup. He's going to be an yeah. on-base machine. He'll probably have a 500 on-base percentage, and he's just an absolute stud. Uh, as for the AL, I don't know. I feel like they're. I feel like it, that one's more open. A sleeper. We just talked about him on the Mariners. Jesse Winker was sick yeah, last year. Was. I can see him really doing well in Seattle. Maybe a little more protection in that lineup with some mm-hmm. other guys. I really like him. They also got Adam Frazier as well, right? Yeah, they got yeah. Adam Frazier. He's a hitting machine. Yeah. yeah, they're going to have a sneaky good lineup. They'll yeah. be good. Um, but for uh, Cy Young there, I think this might be Garrett Cole's year. I think it's your guy's year. I don't That's, see. I, I, mean, I don't see. From your lips to God's ears. I don't see Robbie Ray repeating what he did last That's year. Fair. I just, I just don't see that. 
Yeah. Um, I think Cole really, I think if he stays healthy this year, he stayed healthy. I think if he stays healthy this year, he can win it. And in the NL, I think it's pretty, I think it's going to be close because usually you could say, oh, it's DeGrom. I don't know if he can win it now, if he's yeah. going to be missing the first two months of the season. And yeah. a guy who I think should have won it last year, he's an ex-Med, Zach Wheeler. I already yeah. see he's behind this year. He's not even starting opening day because mm-hmm. he's yeah. below behind. So he threw a lot of innings last year. He could be hurt. Maybe Woodruff. I know Burns won it last year. Maybe Woodruff overtakes yeah. him for Cy Young. So maybe Mad I think, Max. Yeah, maybe Mad Max. The uh-huh. hamstring tweak, miss opening day. I don't know. We'll see. It should be a really interesting race, though. I don't really think there's any clear favorites this year besides Soto for and LMVP. MVP, yeah. Well, you know, plus 2,800. Francisco Lindor, <laughs> if you want to throw a little yeah, sprinkle. Yeah, that's great value. I will say, though, one guy <laughs> who I think could actually end up winning the Cy Young is, in the AL is Kevin Gosman, who's kind of gone under the radar a little mm-hmm. bit in Toronto. It's not really a hitter's Talk park either. Talk about that Toronto rotation yeah, quick, too. They're man, really they're good. good. Yeah. Um, Barrios, Gosman. I think they're the favorite right now in the AL East. I, I, they I agree. They might be the favorite in the AL, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got a really good lineup. And no one, I mean, I think the White Sox are probably the clear favorite to run away with the Central. I don't yeah, know I think the AL Central, you could probably say, is the weakest division in mm-hmm. baseball right now. Yeah. That or the NL Central. But yeah, NL Central. Both Central Both Centrals are very weak. Very weak. Pirates. Even the Cubs. I think the Cubs, they have a sneaky good rotation, though. They got uh, Stroman, as much as I don't like him. Yeah, he already a, wants to go to the Giants. He's, he's such already, a bum. Yeah, I he's, yeah, I'm not he's a fan of him. But, uh... An underrating signing they got was Wade Miley. The Reds just like yeah. gave him away for oh, wow. free, and yeah, he had right. a pretty good year last year. So I think they might be a little sneaky. But uh, one team that I think I'm very low on is the San Diego Padres. No Tatis. To no start. Tatis to start. They, I mean, the rotation is very, very good. They just got Sean Manea, mm. but I really don't like their lineup. I don't, I don't really know what's going on in their lineup right now because they traded Adam Frazier. They don't have Tatis. They got Hosmer, who I agree with you, Tom. I think he's washed. I'm very happy the Mets didn't do that trade. I think he's Mm -hmm. washed. They got Luke Voigt. I guess he's going to DH. Their outfield situation, I mean, Grisham had a a down year last year. Will Myers, he's not the same from what he did couple years ago. I don't know who their other outfielder is, is even. Is Tommy Pham? I don't think they do No, anymore. Tommy Pham signed with the Reds. Reds is yeah. Cronenworth going to be playing infield or outfield? Like, what's whatever? Cronenworth going to yeah. be playing? Who's yeah. going to play short while um, Tatis is out? Yeah. Like, they have a, a lot, lot of, of question marks. Yeah. Besides the rotation, even the bullpen, too. I think, did they lose Mark Melanson? I think they lost him. Yeah, they, they did. They lost him, too. Yeah. So I think they have a lot of question marks. From a team who two years ago we all thought could be World Series contenders, I think they're going to drop off this year. I can see them finishing in third again. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. I mean, they definitely were underwhelming last year. Um, once they had that pretty good deadline, everyone thought um, they were going to be the favorites to, to come out of the NL, and they didn't make the playoffs. So you're right. It's a big question mark there. And, and I mean, you said their rotation is pretty solid, which, which it is when you look at the names. But, I mean, Snell did not have a good season yeah, last year. Darvish and Darvish was injured. And he wasn't, yeah, he was hurt. And I don't think Snell's had a great spring so far. So, we'll see. They're definitely going to be, um, it's going to be tough for them. They're in a tough division uh, outside of those two poor teams in the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. Yeah. They obviously have the Dodgers mm-hmm. <clears throat> to worry about. So, we'll see. I'm excited. But, um, all right, boys, to, to wrap up here, let's let's hear some predictions here about the, the Mets season. What what record are we, How many? what's the win range? Here? I think this year... I mean, the the issue is who's gonna who's gonna get hurt because we're we're cursed. I hate to say it, we are cursed. Like it depends who's gonna stay healthy. If 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 Degrom can come back in the next month or I shouldn't say month because he's not gonna be able to in the next two months. Yeah, within two. Within two months, 
there's a chance that this team can definitely win 96 baseball games. Now, if DeGrom's out for the entire year and Scherzer then goes down and we get somebody else on the bat, if, like, God forbid, if Francisco Lindor goes down, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> but, I mean, I think anywhere from 96 to 80 is, like, a fair range right now of, like, no, it's it, tough depending too. on who stays healthy mm-hmm. and what happens. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. Because this team's cursed. Yeah. yeah, I agree. After I got to the Grom news, I, I media said, I said, we're still cursed. We're still cursed. <laughs> we're still cursed. But I agree. I think DeGrom comes back in like two, two and a half months, and everyone else stays relatively healthy. I think we can compete with the Braves for the division. I think we can win around 95 games, mm-hmm. and I think we can definitely make the playoffs. If we don't make the playoffs this year, even if DeGrom does miss you know, three, four months, a chunk of the season, we should still make the playoffs because we still – Max Scherzer, I said this to some of my buddies. When DeGrom got hurt, I said, Max Scherzer is my new opening day starter, and I'm still upset. Like, I shouldn't <laughs> have been upset about that. He's, a, he's right. one of the best pitchers of all time. So even if DeGrom is still injured, there's no excuse. We have a great lineup. We have a great pitching staff. We have a great manager, too. I think he's going to help a lot, too. Yeah, that's, So yeah. even if we don't win the division, we should still 100% – make the playoffs as a wild card team. And I think with our rotation, if they're healthy in the playoffs, we can definitely make a deep run. I'm not going to say World Series, but I think we can definitely make it there. Yeah. That's fair. No, I mean, pitching wins in the playoffs especially. And um, the Mets definitely, I think, have the deepest rotation at MLB, especially when fully healthy. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this season. We're starting Thursday. Um, it can't come here quick enough. Uh, right before we close, though, boys, uh, coming from my standpoint, can you give me a little record for the Yankees? Can you give me a win total? Because uh, coming from me, I'm honestly not as high as in recent years on this team uh, going into the year. I still think the Yankees are going to win 90 games. I, I, 90? Regardless, like, I mean, we've seen in the past, too, no matter how hard the AL East is, the Yankees still manage to win close to 90 baseball games. Mm-hmm. And I think this year especially, I don't think the Rays are going to be that great this year. As much as like they are in the past, yeah, I still think they're also going to probably win ninety games. But I mean, <laughs> they I don't somehow think find a way. They'll find a way, but I think it's going to be it, it's going to be a tight race in that in that AL East. Um, but yeah. I, I think you guys are going to come up with ninety wins. So. Yeah. I also think I think the Rays are a little overrated. I think the Red Sox are overrated too. They have yeah. a good lineup, but their pitching staff and their bullpen. We saw the bullpen collapse last year. Yeah, their pitching staff. I know Sale just went on the sixty day IL today. Yep. Oh, He's wow. also unvaccinated, so he can't pitch in Toronto. I really, I really think the Yankees are going to be okay. Mm. Their pitching staff, I think the big X factor is going to be Severino. So, yeah. He's got to stay healthy. If he's back to old Sevy, then I think you guys will be good. But I think you guys are the second best division in that, second best team in that yeah. division. I really do. I think, I think you're better than the Rays. I think you're better than the Red Sox. I think you could still win 90 games and make the playoffs. That's fair. You know, looking at Toronto, I think they're hands down the favorite. I mean, they just have the most complete lineup uh, mixed with a rotation that they built in like one or two off seasons. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. crazy. So, I mean, definitely hats off to them. And you mentioned Boston. I mean, yeah, that lineup, they picked up story. The lineup's definitely scary. But you look at the bullpen and the, and the rotation. I mean, Evaldi's the ace. He, he can throw gas. We know that. But he's also been injury prone. Yep. And then outside of him, you have a guy in Tanner Hawk who's like an, a nice young pitcher they got, but no one really crazy yeah. good to rely Nick on. Pavetta, you know? He's not that good. Yeah. I liked him in the playoffs. Do you remember that game against the Rays, though? He, he was all oh, yeah. he's electric <laughs> to watch. Great. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, ten, you mentioned Tampa. I mean, you look at those guys, the lineup, the rotation, it's nothing, doesn't, nothing crazy jumps out of you. Who is their but they'll find a way to starter win. of Tampa? Are they doing Luis an opener? Patino, they, maybe, they or, probably, or an opener? probably just have a... 
Because Glasnow's out until midseason, yeah, right? Yeah, Glasnow's probably going to miss most of the year, I'd assume, right? Yeah, with, with the uh, injury that he had. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping the Yankees can get a wild card. Obviously, root for division. It's, it's a different lineup, though, coming with, with Kiner, Falefa now, and Gary and Gio gone. So, yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. They open up against Boston, so that's we'll know right away, basically. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. We're just going to have uh, Shane McClanahan. Okay. Okay. He's pretty good. He's lefty. pretty solid. He throws yeah. hard, yeah. All right. Pretty... All right, cool. I mean, yeah, so Mets Mets don't know who they're opening with yet, right? Because Scherzer's still... We'll, we'll know tomorrow. We'll know tomorrow. Tomorrow right. might be Hopefully another it's Max bad day. It's either bad day or we're going to be very excited. <laughs> yes. If it's not Max, though, would they go opener so they don't have to... I yeah. think, yeah, because they said they want to keep everyone on schedule. Mm-hmm. So I think they would might... I, th- I think I saw maybe Trevor Williams, Tyler yeah. McGill, maybe one of those two. All right. Hopefully Max Scherzer, though. Yeah, we're praying. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Th- thanks so much for coming on. This was a, this was a really fun episode. I, I know we missed Bob. He's a big Met fan, so I have to catch up on this one. But uh, it was great to having you guys on, Kyle Murphy, Matt Moody. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Guys. Thank you.